Hi friend, welcome to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast taking place in an extraordinary land filled with ordinary people. I am your storyteller Xander, and here with me are Rob and Jazz. So let's take a trip into town and see what's going on, shall we? So we last left off uh, with you two on the train to Heartbeats. Um, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> you guys were only on the train. The Heartbeats. Cool. You guys had a nice conversation, I would say. I mean, you guys can agree or not. I mean, we're going to rough this. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to straight face that. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. You had a really uh, heartwarming uh, conversation. Yeah, with yellow canaries. And cake getting thrown at bosses. Oh, that was that was that was great. Uh, but you guys have now uh, arrived in the heartbeats. It's about middle of the day, uh, and the doors have opened up to the platform. And the announcer, you know, lets you know that everything's ready for you guys to get uh, to disembark. What would y'all like to do? I mean, you guys can stay on the train if you want. I would prefer you guys disembarking. <laughs> um, Jacques, uh, yeah, will grab his bags under his arms um, and, uh, and and grab the bits of paper off the table that he has sort of had half scribbled, shoving them in his pocket, and he'll start to disembark off the train. Charlene is going to grab two out of her six bags uh, and disembark the train and rather reluctantly look at the fact that there's probably not a roof and it's just a platform and turn to the attendant yeah it, it is just a simple platform uh, though the attendant and a, and a few other attendants who are coming out from like toward the back of the train are helping take off luggage from the back of the train and from your the diner cart you guys just disembarked on are there many are there many other people getting off the train or is I'm it... glad you ask uh, outside of the staff of the train uh, going in and out, taking out uh, particularly y'all's luggage and a few uh, like crates of stuff. Uh, a, a man you guys haven't really seen comes off of the passenger cart. A short man who's like broad shouldered. He's like uh, he has like well trimmed beard. He's clean cut on the top. Very like uh, shaven head. And he's dressed in like a thick cotton shirt and like tan pants that has like several pockets. And he's disembarking the train. Charlene's gonna look over him at him and kind of like turn her hat a little bit to the side so that she she's it's gonna like sit a little cockeyed on her head. Okay. And so you see this man uh, disembark. You tilt your bowler cap to look really cool. Mostly, it's actually so that I can't see him out of the corner of my eye. It's almost like a, I'm going to tilt my hat in your direction because you don't exist. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, well, this man, this short, uh, broad-shouldered man walks up to the only other person outside of the staff that's on this dock who's holding up a sign that has uh, just the a sign that says new residents. Uh, and the man walks up to uh, this tall, scr- uh, scrawny man who's has nice pointy ears, this scruffled hair, and he clearly, you guys can see it from where you're at, he clearly does not look happy to be standing here with a sign. Oh, Jacques, there's someone here to greet us. I, they 
even knew you were coming. How about that? Uh, I, I, I don't think they did. I didn't really tell... Nonsense. Any, this is for both of us. Okay. We should Come go on. talk and to And she's going to, like, try to, like, um like stand behind you and just kind of like nudge you forward <laughs> slightly and make you walk first yep Jacques uh, sort of stumbles forward and is still kind of balancing his bags under his arms um, even though they have handles and um, and walks up to to the uh, the man holding the sign okay yeah so as you're approaching the uh, short you hear kind of the end of the conversation with the short man um, saying so it's down there fine thank you and he starts starting to like kind of power walk away really quickly and you hear the taller man just kind of go like oh fucking asshole just under his breath but clearly still audible right yeah he's not trying to hide the fact that he's calling him an asshole (laughs) but his attention the tall man's attention is now turned toward the two of you Jacques looks a bit concerned like walking into that situation especially given that he didn't tell anyone he was well didn't really tell anyone he was coming to town um, so he sort of shuffles forward and says, um, um, hi, um, I'm new here. Uh, is there a hotel or something? I don't, I didn't tell anyone I was coming. Is that okay? He, he just blankly stares at you and he's just like, yeah, we, we do have an inn that you can stay in. It's, it's okay. Oh, that, that's... Are, are you here just visiting, or are you becoming a resident? Um, residenting. Okay, great. Uh, and you, ma'am? Uh, I believe there's been arrangements already. Uh, I'm with the paper. Okay, so I take that as a yes as well. Great. All right, well, uh, if you aren't going to be uh, jerkwads and just rush off, uh, come follow me. Um, someone will grab the rest of your bags from the... Uh, workers, whatever. Uh, let's just go. Uh, you can tell, like, by his facial expression, he clearly is just not happy to be here. In fact, he just kind of drops the sign and let it fall to the ground. Doesn't even take it with him as he starts walking away. At this point, Charlene would turn around and, and make eye contact with the attendants to make sure, like, they're going to get her other four bags. And then satisfied that they're gonna they know where to bring everything she's going to pull out a small notepad Mm -hmm. uh, produce a a nub of a pencil and start scribbling down um first impressions and of both people the weather kind of what the, the area looks like um she's not writing down anything about Jacques because when it comes to writing an article even if it's like a fluffy piece um, she likes to leave out anybody that she feels like didn't know she was a reporter Mm -hmm. um, and really focus on okay what was the welcome committee like what was the weather like and kind of leaving that personal conversation out of it and she just continues to take notes as she follows the elf kind of towards town and make sure to pick up the sign and kind of tuck it into her bag. Uh, it would make a good subject for her to draw or sketch and put with the article. Okay. Yeah, let me describe the sign. It's it's a not a huge sign. You know, it's enough that one can hold. But it looks pretty crudely written with 
residents on it. Like if someone just quickly hastily wrote it with a really big thick Sharpie or some black marker, right? Um, but you are more than welcome to take it. You can fold it, put it in your bag. Add that, uh, add that to your inventory, add it to the inventory. Oh, absolutely, I'm adding the sign to my inventory. Yeah, add it to your inventory. Uh, it weighs one kilogram. Um, <laughs> paper sign! <laughs> you unlocked hero item. Cannot be unbound. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. So how does Jacques uh, yeah, as, feel about, as, about this? As we're walking, um, I'm... Mm-hmm. Um, Jacques is going to try and keep pace with the man and say, um, Look, um... I don't, I don't want to seem rude, and that and that other guy seemed like a jerk. And I know it suck. It can be it can be horrible to have um, multiple jerks come up to you when you're just trying to do your job. I, I, that was my that was my life before I came here. A bit of jerks coming up to me anyway. Um. So uh. Um. But um. You didn't tell me your name. Uh, his pace doesn't slow down, but he kind of like cocks his head back and goes like, "Oh yeah, my name is Jeffrey." Welcome to Heartbeats. And he just casually, like, half shrugs his arms up in the air. The point is, honestly, these really lovely, colorful buildings, um, they're very reminiscent to kind of uh, English-styled homes in uh, German double timber homes. They're very colorful, uh, very, like, kind of bright, flat colors, like uh, pastel, I guess is what you would call that kind of, like, flat yeah, coloring, yeah, right? Yeah, nice. Um... Uh, it's it's not it's nice to meet you, Jeffrey. Um, I'm I'm Jacques. Um, um, uh, is have you lived here long? Coming around forty three years. Oh, so you know the place well. Um, what what um, what do new residents usually come here for? <laughs> he just like looks up into the sky, like like literally is pondering that question. He's like, you know. I honestly don't know. We don't get many uh, new residents. We mostly get everyone leaving. Oh, um, that's that's perfect. <laughs> I mean, Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, so so Jeffrey just kind of goes like, <laughs> "All right," and he uh, looks over his other shoulder at at you, Charlene. At the same time. He just kind of like nods at like an acknowledgement that he heard his name. Jeffrey, is that with a G or with a J? With a J, like Jeffrey. Right. Wait, like like Jeffrey? Yes. Am I pronouncing J-S that right, Jeffrey. J- J- Jeffrey? Yes. Do you ever go by Jeff or Jeffy or is it mostly just Jeffrey? Just Jeffrey. Typically, just Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yes. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, okay. <laughs> Gonna make his name sound weird, guys. <laughs> it, it was a bit... No, it's because we've already gone over this. He's not good with names. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I so know this. he says this. it a dozen times. It's just really good. It, it's, 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 great. it's good, but it's also a nod to an early My Brother, My Brother and Me <laughs> episode where they say the name Jeffrey weird a bunch, so... <laughs> oh, no, I caught it. I'm glad, I'm, you, I'm glad you got That's oh, why I'm it. stopping it. Sorry. <laughs> that's why I was like, you're going to make it sound weird, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. 
So, Jeffrey, you've lived here your whole life. Would you mind if I, um, you know, we sat down for coffee and I I talked to you a little bit about the town and why everybody seems to leave and there's no new people? You know, as a new person in town, I'd I'd love to get your perspective. How about tomorrow? Sounds like a pleasant time. Fantastic. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> no, we'll just edit your laugh out. It's fine. No, we're keeping that in <laughs> because it's fucking great. <laughs> like, like, um, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, he he just kind of <laughs> he does say that it, you know that sounds like a pleasant time. Okay, so tomorrow, Charlene has an interview with Jeffrey with a J. Yep. She uh, makes note of this. It's like. And then underneath it, there's a small note that says, find out where Jeffrey lives or arrange for him to come to me. Question mark. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, we're coming up on the mayor's office. Um, oh, right. New residents uh, need to talk to the mayor about, I guess, residency. He just kind of shrugs his arms again, just kind of like he, he doesn't really know nor really cares. Um, and you guys start approaching this kind of um, odd building. And I say odd because the rest have been very English-styled homes, very Germanic-styled homes. This building uh, seems to be a very new structure and a very bland structure. It is very square, and it's painted like a bland beige color. So it totally sticks out in a town full of pastels and brightly colored buildings yes very brightly colored buildings and like cool shape like the like the buildings around heartbeats are not particular like you know they're square because that's how buildings tend to tend to be but they have uh rectangles and squares and you know cool roofs they they look very decorative and then you have this that is not so much does it have a sign out front uh it does. It says uh, town hall uh, above the doorway in a very, um, like an arch style. So like the words start on one end, go up, and then come down like a rainbow. Yep. But it's a beige building. It's a very beige okay. building. So are we going there now to meet the mayor? Or can I put my bag somewhere? I'm confused. Jeffrey, could you clarify? Um, For my notes. Yeah, so the mayor wanted to talk to, you know, the new people right away. So I'm doing that. And the the asshole that was here before, the jerk, he is going here as well? Uh, he's or... probably already here. He Fantastic. I can't wait to meet him. I could have. <laughs> oh, my word. I can... Xander, I can't even. <laughs> so good. It's really good. So uh he he opens the door for y'all to walk in. You know, he's being a gentleman. He's holding the door. Oh, th- thanks. Thanks, Jeremy. It's Jeffrey. Oh, uh, uh, Jeffrey. Charlene Jeffrey. says Jeffrey. as she comes through the door. Jeffrey, I'm sorry, Jeffrey. 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 He, he just he just kind of nods and goes, "It's all it's all good." Thanks, Jeffrey. 
Charlene's just going to breeze in, notebook in hand, a bag slung over one shoulder, and kind of like cradling the other while she still continues to take notes as she walks through the door. I'm going to go back to the train, make sure things go where they need to go. Uh huh. Uh, you yeah. all wait here. See you tomorrow, Jeffrey. All right. And he just like leaves. Door door shuts behind him. He never even set foot in the building. Uh, but contrary to the outside of the building, inside this building is very colorful. Uh, one wall is blue. One wall is green. One wall is red. The other wall is purple. Oh god. And you have very uh, colorful chairs and furniture about matching the same color scheme of red green blue purple are these are the chairs like uh, sorry so when you're mm-hmm. talking about these colors are we talking pastels of these colors or are we talking like hyper colors 70s style like bold i would say the the bright 70s style ones they're not yeah, pastel okay. at all they're very okay they're very cool. vivid nice. colors. Cool, cool. uh and okay. there's a nice uh desk sitting at the uh kind of placed in the corner of the room next to these big double uh, doors kind of further in. You can tell this is kind of a reception lobby area. And sitting there is a woman who's dressed in a very colorful polka dotted dress. Uh, it's very like bright yellow and the polka dots are once again colored in the same fashion. Uh, she looks up Ayon goes like, oh my, hello! Welcome, welcome! And, you know, she stands up and walks around the corner uh, walking toward y'all. My name is Candy. Who who are you two lovely people? Uh, Candy, I'm uh, Charlene Coltrane with the paper. And she kind of picks up. And Charlene, Charlene. Shows off her notebook. Uh, she goes to shake your hand. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, she puts the pencil up in the bowler hat and and like shakes her hand. Yeah, she she clasps it with two hands and you know rapidly shakes it. She then reaches for your hand Jacques and she's like and you sir um Jacques takes her hand and um and starts shaking it and says um uh, I, I'm I'm Jacques Lepin um I didn't I didn't tell anyone I was coming I'm sorry um it was oh, kind of a right, last Jacques. minute thing um and um I don't want to cause a fuss I know it's kind of uh, administration can be hard and I don't mean to cause you any issues and uh, I hope that you'll and he's continuing to shake her hand whilst mm-hmm. he's sort of word she, vomiting she is not letting here. go either yeah um, uh, so, um, so can you, um, is there, are we able to see the man now or can I get this sorted out soon? Cause I really don't want to be late to getting a booking in the hotel in case the hotel's full. And then that means that I won't have anywhere to stay. And that's wrong if I'm in a new town and I don't have anywhere to stay. Is that okay, Cindy? Candy. She, so the whole time you've been speaking more and more rapidly, she's just like nodding her head and shaking her hand. And she's like, yes, Jock, that'll be perfectly fine. Here, here, take a seat. And she points y'all. Uh, my husband will be with y'all momentarily. He is already speaking with uh, a man who I believe his name was uh, Sven. Ah, and uh, and your name, fam? Candy. Right. Candy, what's your last name? Kurtz. Kurtz. Candy Kurtz. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Uh, Jacques, should we sit over here? She's got to gestures to some chairs. She's rapidly taking notes. Yeah, that, that that would be good. I'm happy to wait. And he finally lets go of the hand. Yeah. Uh, so she gestures y'all to sit down. And um, so you guys can take a seat or, you know, stands up to y'all. Let me know what you do. 
few sitter stand. Oh, Jacques takes a seat, finally dropping the, uh, well, yeah, putting his bags down. And, um... Yeah, um, Charlene's gonna do the same. Um, kind of put her bags on the floor, and, uh, by now she's on page three or four of her notebook. Mm-hmm. And it's shorthand. It's it's pretty rapid, just, like, colors, mm-hmm. and then there's a sketch of Candy's nose, and then some polka dots, and just, like, it's all over the place, and she's a little bit on overload. Like, she's taking it really seriously, and, like, making sure she writes everything down, even though it's th- not that exciting. I think overload's a good word. I think that's what is happening to Jacques as well. Notwithstanding the bright colours of this room and (laughs) him sort of it finally sinking in that he's just turned up to a town. He's moved his life. I think this is starting to catch up with him a bit. (laughs) Well, as soon as y'all sit down and and take like a a breath, uh, the double doors uh, that you can assume goes to the mayor's office burst open and you hear the gragly voice of of the man you saw earlier and the man coming out and he's like uh he's holding a bunch of papers in his hand he's like all right thanks okay let's and he just starts walking outside the door sven is it uh charlie's gonna try and catch him as he goes out the door yeah he he stops and turns and goes uh yes hi i i'm charlene coltrane i'm also new around town i was wondering if you'd like to catch dinner and and kind of chat about what's brought us here he just he just blinks blankly and just goes no and he turns around <laughs> breakfast then coffee great look and he, he turns around and he's like look i have some place to be i am i apologize for being rude i just need to get to my excavation site before it gets too dark i'm just in a rush i apologize uh i'll get with uh i Honestly, sweetie, I don't remember your name. Oh, I have that problem too. It's Charlene like, Coltrane, I'm a reporter. Not, I'll not be you. happy to stop he, by. Uh, he's pointing to uh, the woman in the yellow polka dotted dress. And and she's like, oh, my name's Candy. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and he rolls his eyes. He's like, look, we'll we'll figure something out if you want to talk, whatever. You seem like a reportery title. He's like, I gotta go. He's like looking at his wrist. There's clearly no watch on it. And he starts walking toward the door. Catch you later, Sven. And and he he leaves. Uh, You can see on the notebook, Charlene has written down excavation site, question mark, question mark, and underlined them a bunch of times. All right. Uh, And now in the door of the double doors to the mayor's office is... Uh, the mayor himself, a very uh, oddly shaped man, I would say. He's not really portly, but, like, he has really tiny legs, like, really scrawny tiny legs. He looks like, um, he looks like an egg. I can't really, like, try to describe this. He looks like Humpty Dumpty. So he looks like Jeremy Clarkson. Okay, you need to be really <laughs> careful, though, because when you say, in a land filled with extraordinary stuff, that he looks like an egg... Do you mean he's actually Humpty Dumpty? No. no. So his upper body is very round like an A. He still has a neck and a head, but his head is also very oval shaped. Okay. Okay. Uh, I get you now. I just was afraid that this was one of those things where you're going to say that and then in like 10 episodes time, you're like, no, 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 he's actually an egg. Like suddenly this becomes a procedural murder crime of who killed. (laughs) 
Who splattered? Who killed the Mayor Eggman? You know, round egg-shaped man. He's dressed in a very fine, like navy suit, with a bright yellow, like bright yellow tie with polka dots that matches his wife's dress. Uh, dress with his undershirt being the same, so his tie and shirt really blend in together. And he looks at y'all, and he's like, oh, "I wasn't expecting two more people. I was expecting just one." <laughs> Like, come in, come in, both of you. And he, you know, turns around and walks into his office to take a seat. He kind of waddles more than walks. Charlene's going to uh, be a couple of steps behind uh, and try to look out for, like, a nameplate or some letterhead or something. Because not knowing this guy's name before meeting with, you know, the mayor of a town has her really intimidated because she's not used to being this uninformed yeah so roll me so this is the first time we get to do uh rolling uh Yay. so so tell me Xander. tell me tell me Xander, what system are we using oh yeah we're using a uh homebrew version of ryutama for those who don't know uh how ryutama works is every stat you have your strength dex intelligence and spirit are all represented by a dice particularly individual dice, so you can have a D6 in strength and a D8 in intelligence. So, and how checks are made is you roll two of those stats together and add them up, which is what we're going to be doing with Charlene here, which is going to make a perception roll for me, which, which is... Which is dex and intelligence? Yes, it is. My dex is a D6, my intelligence is a D8, so I'm going to add them together... Uh, I rolled a total of six, and I'm double-checking. I have a bonus to investigation, but not to perception. So it looks like it's just a six. Okay, yeah. Uh, you clearly see the nameplate. That's uh, When you walk into the office, there is a nameplate for the mayor. It says Mayor Barry Kurtz. Uh, and as you guys enter the room, he's like, Oh, welcome, welcome. Please take a seat. My name is Barry what can I do for you all today? So as Jacques comes into the room and sees that it's built like an office and he's sitting across from someone who's clearly in a position of authority, um, Jacques has an ability called Etiquette, um, which is where I roll int and dex and he leaves a favorable impression on someone of high rank or status. And I think this plays out that Jacques's been around businesses and corporates so much of his life that you know, sort of, he's used. He he feels comfortable filling this role. So, um, I think he sort of sort of subtly shifts. I'm gonna roll that before we see how it goes because this may botch and go horrible. Well, um, it's so perfectly fine. Go D6 ahead and roll that. Oh, look at that! Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. That was a six and a five for eleven. Eleven. Nice. Alrighty. Jacques uh, pulls up a chair and says. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Jacques Lepin. Uh, I'm moving to your town. I would like to know what I need to do to settle in. No, oh, straight to the point. I like it. I like it, Jacques. And you, ma'am. Charlene Coltrane. Uh, I'm from the paper. Are you oh, expecting yes. me? Yes, I am expecting you. All right. So first, let's Jacques. Uh, there are some papers I'll need you to fill out. Um, the what? Um, what did you do before? Uh, you wish it, uh, you wanted to move here to Heartbeats. Um, I hopped on a train. <laughs> oh. 
Yes. What What was your employment? Oh, should I say? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, um, before I hopped on the train, uh, for approximately seventeen seconds, I was the vice president of finance of Matsuda Corp. Ooh. Oh. Uh, and before that. Uh, I worked there in their accounting department for for eight years. Fantastic. Uh, so to help get you uh, comfortable here, I do have an actual job offer that you would be perfect to fill for. Um, we need someone to help handle the finances for town projects, keeping track of expenses for the many festivals we have planned this year to help bring in new people to come and tourists to help you know if i say no will you kick me out of your town he just he just puts a big grin on his face he's like no no i would never do something like that but it is always good for people here at heartbeats to contribute uh to the town in some way um so we would have to find you with some form of employment so uh, you can I'd like to Jacques Jacques looks down and he's sort of fiddling with the the nail the first nail on his left hand sort of picking at it a bit and he says I I have a bad habit of getting job offers that I don't think I deserve and so I appreciate your offer but I would like to um I'd like to turn it down for now and um actually apply for the job formally if that's okay that is perfectly all right with me it just Uh, i'm afraid that i'd take the job and then three weeks later i'd be the mayor of the town and it's just not something that i I know you you're not taking my job that's that's what daniel said and um um i think her name was patricia before him they both said (laughs) that too he just blinks and goes you must be one lucky guy if you if you're able to take my job it's a curse. Did you did you say festivals? Yes. You have more than one. Oh yeah, we have quite a few here in Heartbeats. The other people who've lived here for way longer than I've been here. I've only been mayor for about four seasons, so almost a solid year now. And they do love their festivals, but they tend to get a bit carried away, which is why I need someone to help budget it, so to speak. But I, you know, I can't do it. I'm busy with uh, other things. He kind of gives a, a big grin of a smile. Right. Uh, so you need a, a finance person. And um, great. Jacques, that sounds like a, a good fit for you. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I said, can I'll, I'll apply tomorrow if that's okay. Just for today. Don't give me the job. That's fine. When you apply, you'll be the first applicant because no one else here wants it. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) To be honest with you, sir. And he's like, and uh, Charlene. Yes, sir. Just to, you know, confirm you are the reporter from Borealis and not from some other place in Aurora, are you? Uh, I am indeed from Borealis, yes. Fantastic, great. You're going to be writing articles that will help bring people to Heartbeats, you know, help us grow our our tourism in. Uh, well, I, that may have been the arrangement that my paper made with you, um, but I can tell you, sir, that I found out about this yesterday, and I hope you don't mind, but I'd like to 
give people a good idea of what it's like to live, you know, here on the border and life in a small town. Uh, maybe some human interest articles, but I, I also have a nose for hard news. That's what I'm used to writing. Uh, things that are happening around town, local businesses and what they're doing. I have a great interest in this excavation site that Sven mentioned as he left. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'd love to, you know, get some, some quotes from you about it and, and maybe write up about the local business. What brought them to town and how long they're staying? Oh, yeah, the excavation site, yeah. Sven just wanted to, I guess, do some archaeology stuff. I don't know, but he's pay he paid for the land. He's paying to stay here, so as long as money's coming in, that's all I worry about. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, I don't know much, but uh, yeah, you can write whatever you like. I mean, we do live in a nice town, and I'm pretty sure anything you write will attract people to come visit. And he gives you, like, a wink. Absolutely, Mayor Kurtz. We're going to get along smashingly well. Uh, is there anything else we... Uh need to do? I'd, I'd love to settle in at the hotel. Right, right, your your, uh, your accommodations. Um, yeah, so we do have you set up with the hotel with Mr. Uh, Jacques here. We'll get him set up as well for the evening. Uh, we do have an actual home for you, it's just not ready yet. We'll, we'll let you know when it is. Uh, you all finish up with the mayor. Uh, Jockey has you fill out uh, several papers for residency and stuff. And he has you take copies of them with you as you leave. And you do notice that on top of the stack he hands you is the application to the, you know, the job that he offered you. Yeah, so you guys walk out of the town hall, candy waves, you know, goodbye to you. And I believe you guys, you guys wanted to go to the inn next or where did y'all want to go yeah probably the end yep yeah uh so candy did give y'all the directions to the inn uh the inn's name she did give it to you is the sheep's head inn uh and you know it, she told you that it's just down the road and when you take a left and it's the first left and sound you you'll see it she t said you can't miss the building as they're walking jacques will say to um to charlene um so um Look, I, I need to go to the inn and get myself sorted because I might be there for a long time if I don't take that, that job offer. But um, is there anywhere else you were going to try and go to today? Do you need to check in at your work or... I, re I really don't have any other plans for the rest of the day. So I guess what I'm asking is, do you mind if I sort of hang off your coattails a bit? Well, funny enough, I don't really have an office yet. So... I'm going to need to have somewhere set up other than the inn, because interviews in a hotel lobby is just so last century. So, you know, I kind of need an office space set up, and there really isn't anyone else I'm supposed to meet here. I'm kind of all there is to the press. So I would love if you could accompany me and help me make a sound financial decision. With that being said, please roll me a perception, uh, both of you. Perception. Perception is seven. Seven, okay. Ooh, four. Four, okay. Um, Rob, as you two are walking down the road, you do see 
uh, on one of the street lamps as you turn uh, the corner of the street, there's a paper on it and it kind of catches your eye um, with the sign saying lost dog on it. Uh, you're, you're a few feet away from it, so you can't read the smaller details unless you want to approach it. Xander, what are you doing to my heart? Xander, you're a terrible person. <laughs> oh no, it's Xander. It's so good. Oh. Uh, but does Jock like point out the sign? Like, what was Jock? Do you seeing this sign that says "Lost Dog"? Um. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, that's so sad. Oh. Um. Did what, you see that? What's did sad? Did you see that? Do you see that sign shining? There's a there's a sign. A, a lost dog. What? Where? And he points it out to her. Yeah, so you, you see the sign, and as you guys go up to the sign, you see it describes the dog. It says, short brown hair, goes by gum gum, has a scar across their left eye, sometimes walks upright. And the it also says that the dog has been missing for um, a week and that there is a reward. It doesn't, cl- uh, it just says reward on it at the bottom. It doesn't say what the reward is. Well, I think I know what we're doing with our afternoon. Let's go find a lost dog. What do you say? Yeah, um, I mean, we should put our bags at the inn first, but yeah, that that sounds, I think we should. Um, the thing I wanted to do real quick, can I just do, is this mm-hmm. another perception or can I maybe account, use a, no, it's perception. Um, I want to work out whether this sign has also been written in a similar handwriting and black Sharpie to the previous sign that we've seen. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, so you can roll either perception Seven or again. investigation, whichever you prefer. Uh, so investigation is intelligence. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's it's sixes all round for me for those. So um, okay, uh, it's a that's a um, a, a seven again. A seven, okay. Uh, no. So this actually seems to be written a very uh nice handwriting. It doesn't seem to be uh, similar to the sign you saw Jeffrey carry, but as you examine it, you do notice that there is an address on the thing. It's kind of it's under the reward. And it's a little bit smaller written. So with with that roll being up close to it, you see the address of of where the owner lives and the name Jesse Windfall. Yeah. And um, you guys walk in. You guys do uh, walk right near. So you can see the end off in the distance. You can assume that it's the end because mounted to the front of this door is a big giant uh, ram's head. So this is the this is the the inn. Yes. Uh, though, as you're walking by, you do see a woman standing in front of uh, a oddly... Sh- so this is another building that's very oddly shaped. Uh, and this is your perception role for you, uh, Jazz. Yeah. This is what your four sees. You do see a woman standing in front of a particular shop. Uh, it's, okay. It clearly seems to be a flower shop with the floral uh, designs of the building and like the... I wouldn't say withered flowers... But wildly grown flowers as if it hasn't been upkeep. Yeah. This house is very an English style like stone cottage house. Though there's an odd like lopsided uh, addition to it. That's like three walled. It's very triangular shape like a hut's been added uh, to it. And there's a woman in front of it with long uh, brown hair. Has a tan scarf with a bunch of designs just wrapped multiple times around her neck and around her shoulders and she's setting down this uh stuffed uh like this weird yellow toy thing you can't really tell from the distance you're at what it this is but it's fairly large in size that's being set down at the front door 
Jacques, I think I think we found the inn. It's got a giant ram's head on it. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, well, yeah, no, that does make sense. Um, and Jacques is going to uh, wander into the inn. Uh, hello there. And Charlene will wave at the woman. Hello. You see this like young woman looks about 25 in age. Uh, her eyes are bright green and she has a smile to her face. She's like uh, with a little bit of like tears in her eyes. Like if she just kind of like had a small little, not like a huge cry, but just kind of like a tearful eyed. And she's like, oh, hi. She looks around like, I don't believe I know you. Yeah, um, I'm Charlene Coltrane. I believe you were expecting me? Uh, my my place in town isn't ready yet, so they said I could stay here in the meantime. She looks behind her where the, the flower shop is. That's that's next to the to the ram's head and and she's like uh, Well, I don't think you can stay here. This place is closed. Closed? Yeah. Um, Isn't this the Sheep's Head Inn? She's like, no. And she points to the building next uh, to her. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I I'm apologize. Um, what is this place and why is it closed? Uh, Asher kind of like has like a, a warm smile grow on her face. It's like, yeah, uh, this used to be one of my good friends, uh, Flower Shop. Uh, she took care of me a couple of times when, whenever I was a little little girl, and this was her flower shop. I, I say flower shop too too many times, then and I, and she just kind of goes <laughs> uh, awkwardly laughs a little bit. She goes, "Uh, yeah, it you know it closed because no one's running it. You know, she uh, unfortunately passed away a few decades ago." Oh, that's that's too bad. Um, well. I I mean, the place looks great. I mean, it's still beautiful. She obviously had quite the touch. Um, I'm I'm Charlene, by the way. Yeah, I'm Astrin. And she reaches her hand out, and you notice that her um, scarf is also kind of partly wrapped around her hand as well. And she goes like, "Oh!" and kind of uh, shakes it off off her arm with her other hand, just kind of wipes it off, and wipes it off, just moves it over, and you know, goes to shake your hand. Astrid, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, do you know where there's a good place to get some food? I mean, we had food on the train, but dinner's right around the corner. Any good restaurants or bars or anything in Heartbeats? Yeah, there, there's actually a really good uh, tavern uh, just down the road next to the the Smith. Uh, I plan on being there later on this evening after I after I finish up some some work, but. Yeah, come on by. They have probably one of the best burgers on the countryside. Really? Oh, that sounds fascinating. Do you mind if I if I join you for dinner? I mean, my friend, um, he just went into the inn, um, would be with me too. But it'd be great to talk to a local. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she looks up at the sky and she's like, "Though I do have to get going. I unfortunately only came here in the town for just a little bit." Uh, but I will be back in town later this evening. Wonderful. Um, so I'll see you then. Yeah, she's like, Looking yeah. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. And she starts kind of like jogging off, waving by. Uh, she go, runs down the street and around the corner. 
Uh, uh, so Charlene's gonna go into the inn, and okay. Though before gonna... before you go in the yeah. inn, yeah. Uh, since you got a bit closer to her in the house, you can see the uh, thing she placed in front of the door, which is a stuffed animal, and this animal is a uh, banana dragon. <gasps> a banana dragon. Yes, it's it's adorable. But that's what she placed oh. in front of the house. Now that you're closer. Uh, but yeah, so you can absolutely now go inside the inn. Uh, I I kind of look and go, oh, that's so sweet. And then I go in the inn and I immediately like do that awkward thing where you like stand behind someone and you're like you, your left shoulder touching their right shoulder and you're just kind of like hovering. Jacques, Jacques, I have something to tell you. Yeah. I just met the most beautiful person in the world. <laughs> and we're having dinner. Oh, well, you're invited too. I'm having dinner with the most beautiful person in the world? Well. <laughs> That's so yeah. exciting. I mean, I, I thought you... Does, I mean, food's good too. Does she but... have... Uh, uh, is there a certificate or is it in a record book? Or... <laughs> This is exciting. No, just, Who would have thought just, that the most beautiful person in the world would be hiding in a well, town called Heartbeats? Well, it is kind of a magical place, and it, it's in my personal opinion. I mean, you, <laughs> you can make your opinion for yourself when we... Her name's Astrin. Well, I'm, 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 thank you for thinking of me. I'm looking forward to it. And at this point, uh, Charlene's going to look around and realize she has no idea what this place actually looks like on the inside. She just walked in and, like, immediately beeline for Jacques. Yeah. Uh, so now that you both are in this inn, um, it's a very simple layout for this front lobby. You have a handful of chairs next to this uh, fireplace that's not lit currently. It has a small coffee table in between the the scatter the scattered of chairs and you also have the front desk uh just right in front of when you open the door and there are hallways going to the left and right that go further into the building um though no one seems to be at the front counter at the moment um Jacques will wander up to the front counter is there a bell or something uh yeah there is absolutely a bell uh he'll ding it once crisply and clearly you hear um, like a chair squeak, like coming from the the back room. That, uh, and you see the door open, and you see Jeffrey come out, and he's like, "Oh, you're here, cool." Jeffrey. And he just looks at y'all like, "Oh, right. You need rooms, right?" Keys would be lovely. Thank you. Yeah, Candy called a minute ago. I guess. There's two rooms. He just like is standing there, like <laughs> bobbing his head. Um, about those keys. Oh yeah, yeah. He just clearly uh, reaches out. Uh, his arm oddly longer than you would expect, and he grabs the like two keys, and he walks closer to the counter and he sets them down. And he's like, "There you go." Well, thank, thank you very much. Thanks, Joffrey. And um, no problem. Jacques uh, wanders off uh, to his room. Yeah. Charlene will do the same. And, um... and as y'all walk away, he's like, uh, we don't have room service. So ignore the menus in the room. <laughs>
Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. That was a good time, huh? If you want to keep the good times rolling, you can contact us at Twitter at HeartbeatsCast. You can contact our wonderful storyteller at Adepsander. You can find the wonderfully talented Jazz at Orange Like Jazz. And you can find Humble or Me at Potentially Rob. Oh, and go have a look at our fancy new website at heartbeatscast.com. Lastly, if you've liked the show so far, we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes and like, rate, and review us. It would mean a bunch. Bye, friend. <laughs>